Does anybody want to maybe start us off with a question? <laughs> you all had lots to say to me, Yes. I was just wondering, um, how did you come up with the idea for everything to be interactive with the audience and stuff? I was on the show called Etiquette by Rodin Zaza for the first festival and I thought I really liked the idea of being in somebody's head and, and the intimacy of that but I thought the potential of what you could do with it if you really push the story on it and, um, was, was quite great and I mean originally we wanted to have grand, grand plans um, that we wanted the faces to be the 24 characters of the Get Through Game Board Him and Zoe spent 
hours, and I mean hours, like absolutely poised over every minute of every piece of action. Because when you write, sure, you write a scene, you read it out loud, you read it together, we time it, we know it's three minutes, ten, but then you've got to add in, how long does it take your average person to walk ten metres? How long does it take your average person to find a dressing gown and a bedside table? And maybe the dressing gown's too big for the bedside table, so then how long does it take? And you have to start adding in all this kind of like timing that really gets down into like minutia. But you went through it, so maybe I should uh, I mean, it was, a, it was a complicated process, and we kept trying to find easier ways to do it, but really, I think it was just a slog was <laughs> the end game. Um, so it was just about writing scenes and making sure that we timed them and trying to get everything at the same time so that it lines up with someone goes through the door at the same time, whoever's um, knocking on the door and that kind of stuff. So yeah, it was just rigor, I guess. <laughs> Again. How does that look on the page? Or how do you organize that material? These big narratives and things like that? How do you physically organize it? Yeah, it just sticks in the visual scripts, but then there's a bit of a code to it as far as, like, because when people have their own instructions, you don't want to slow down the world for everybody else. Yeah. So you evolve what somebody does in here that everybody else is going to hear is like to rehearse because it's still in the recording and that kind of stuff. So, yeah. Already I can see everyone's mind like, So, is it just like one long track for each character? Yeah. Or, yeah. or is there lots of different tracks in case no, something no, goes one wrong? one long track. So our sound guy just presses play. Thank you. 
Did you have any uh, backup plans if, if the performance just didn't? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's interesting, actually, because uh, there's like a few key things that have to happen. The dog is a huge one. And in, just in the performance that was at 6.30 tonight, the dog wasn't in the right spot, so you just walk onto the set and fall it out. And go where it should be. But that's a, that's a gig, you know? Like, I think that that is the nature of asking people who don't know the material to do it. So it doesn't feel catastrophic. You just sort of move it and get on with it. I mean, we're clearly not in the house. You know, like, there's white lines on the floor. I think it's okay, really, to kind of, like, move the dog or move the money or move whatever needs to be in the right spot for the narrative to continue and that it's not, you know, no one's kind of seen us do it and you go, oh. You know, I just don't want them to have a fury over the fact that it doesn't seem real. So, yeah, I think that's just the nature of the beast, really. Yeah. I just have a question. Was, for the um, people who were actually in the performance, did they have different stage directions? Because their physicality was so huge, which I was impressed, like blown away with, because wouldn't the reaction, obviously you couldn't see their facial expressions. And so how, how did you sort of work out their the directions that they were getting in their heads so that they would use their body so dramatically. We give them like a, um, so all the, all the people who volunteered, they came in about 10 minutes before you guys sat in and we just kind of like prepped them. Put your headphones on, put your mask on, this is what we expect of you when you're out there. Like a team huddle, you know, like prepping the team for the big final. And so we just explained to them what we wanted and what we needed and then out there everyone just kind of feeds off of one another. But I mean the primary the instruction is like melodrama, bad acting, hammy as you like, um, and use your body because your face can't move. So the bigger you are, the clearer it is to the audience sitting outside that you're the one that's speaking, which is huge when your mouth can't move. Um, and so giving, and everyone just ran with that instruction tonight, and I think that's why when that happens, it goes really well. But they're hearing the same thing as what you're hearing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's great. We've got one over here. Can I just say, are we getting the questions recorded? Do you want them to be repeated? Or? They're being picked up from our Okay, so why is that? Choose whatever story they like. 
this the pragmatic toilet brush side, which is that you are freed up. Yeah. And, but then there's also the kind of, um, well, either cartoonish or that kind of hyperbolic sense of, of character or figure with these oversized heads that are conveying more than just on this character. So I'm just wondering where about in the process the mask came in, did you know that really early on? And then at what point did it did they become oversized and felt the design that they had to take us in a particular direction with that design? It's funny, because they were they were kind of one of the first things. Um am I right to say that? Yeah, I mean we I did work with Beck and we looked at doing different latex things. To pick up that toilet brush again, that <laughs> really about because wearing a mask is just shit. 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 They were such big factors in design marks that high visibility, good hygiene, breathable, but then you didn't get kind of 20 minutes in and watch. Yeah. So that's just really a huge part of it. And and like Adrian said, that, that aesthetic of this kind of cartoonish world is really just something that we like and always end up doing that way. Yeah, we just make a show about lines and six blocks. Yeah. And the idea as well, I guess, that you know, they're made out of fly screen for visibility purely, and also um, that after a while, I mean, I, I find this one probably, you know, because most of the project, but after a while, the kind of black sort of fades into the background, and the, it's really just the features that pop out, and that was kind of the idea that you stop searching for the human eyes in the mask, and you actually start looking at the eyes of the mask, and when that happens, you, you know, even though we give you stereotypes to hold on to, hopefully some subtlety, but the narrative gives you stuff to creep in and you see sort of beyond the cartoon or the stereotype or whatever and start to see something a little bit more, maybe, I don't know, that's, that's the idea. But it is unusual to see such kind of um, physical goings on in the world that have been asked of the performers. Is, is it people sort of maybe ask for the performers or yeah, absolutely. Of
the, um, the facial features aren't very deep, so your eyes just adjust. It's like that micro mass that you just kind of you don't even notice it in the end. Um, yeah, it's a bit of a whirlwind. <laughs> the adrenaline was really pumping, but the the uh, instructions were incredibly clear, and and so I never felt stressed about that. And the instructions and my character voice was so believable and so well done that it was you kind of automatically take a role of thinking about what you're doing so you don't become self-conscious about you know um Yeah. <laughs> 
through the exact kind of life that everyone has, down to like what kind of school they went to, to get them up to a point where they all started interacting. And it was really just a combination of like possibilities of what could happen between someone like Anita and someone like Sam and then it started huge and then as we boiled it down and down and down and down to six, we just took the best bits really, we just took the bits that we liked. Um, so yeah, the Anita-Sam relationship, like, oh no, they never used to be related, but that was something that we always liked. Like, it came from this awesome thing that Zoe came up with about when Sam used to have a wife, he came home one point and found, found Anita's student card in their bed, which I think is phenomenal. Like, how did that student card get there? There's no way of explaining that. Anyway, we had to do away with that. But it started, that's how big it started, just to give you some essence of, like, how minute everyone's backstory was. But that's just the way that we work. Like, everyone is soft down to a T, and then we just boil down the most exciting bits, and then that's what we give to you. But it's just it's, it's hour of that. Yeah. <laughs> Writing things down. Yeah. Just stuff like that, but, I mean, on that note, I mean, it's really a piece of cheap thing. Mm. But did you wonder about the new thing? Melbourne, and so the idea is that when you go somewhere, everywhere, you 